0: And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on the All About Affordable NFTs, the gang tries to figure out how to buy a Solana NFT, uh, specifically mint it. And then if we have time, we're going to have a little game of looking back one year ago, what was the top 10? But who knows? Alrighty, let's get going. Because I feel like we threw and have thrown a lot of FUD, Andrew, at Solana. And maybe that's unfair. So we're we're gonna spend much time there
1: before trying to look into looking for an affordable project here. So I had judged it without doing that. I have now spent some time trying to find an affordable project here and my opinion hasn't changed much that there's a lot of junk and I shouldn't say that if I just, you know, I should say that if I just went to OpenSea and had no idea what I was looking at, I'm sure it would be difficult to navigate as well. It just seems that there's a lot of uh, sort of ripoff projects, things that look exactly like Ethereum projects, a lot of, a lot of animation to, to just to get your attention, it's sort of like an ad. And teams that are docs, but we have found a couple that are docs. There are some good things here. It's just the quality is lesser than I than I like it to be. What have you found so far, George? What, what's your experience been like on Solana?
0: Yeah, I think that's fair of looking at it. I think there's just a tremendous amount of derivative ape stuff, frankly. And if it's not apes, it looks like it was drawn by somebody who wanted to draw a board ape, and that kind of. It makes it risky. So I will, I will stay away from a lot of those copycats. I should say
1: we are looking for lower price projects. So that is, that's definitely part of it. You know, we've mentioned we like the okay bears. We, that's why we got into this last, from the last episode. We do like the art behind the okay bears. Those are cool. Those are at a floor price of about 215 soul. So I believe, what are we looking at? That's about. What are we, ten thousand or so right now, I believe ten thousand dollars or so for an okay bear. Then as a floor price, so yeah, we're looking at a, you know, f- a pretty hefty floor, five ETH or so. If I'm doing that right, it you know it does take a little bit of getting used to when you're priced when you're used to pricing everything in ETH here. But you know, like we said, we're looking at some things in the lower end, looking at you know something in the sub four or soul range. So you know, are those are gas fees often on on ethereum so it's nice that we can can uh, try this out without having to worry about the big gas fees you know it's something we've talked about there are pros and cons to those but in this case it will help us to get going here without spending a whole lot
0: yeah so we found a project though digging around on magic eden.io which is i'd say that's the leading weeding marketplace for yeah
1: yeah we mentioned that that actually had a day that surpassed uh, open sea recently but that is the the biggest marketplace for solana although open has solana trading as well so you can look there if you are checking this out i i've been on, on magic eden have you looked at the open sea uh, solana listings george
0: i have i actually much prefer magic eden over Listings on OpenSea because OpenSea it's just like OpenSea did what OpenSea does right like they just sort of like give you this like tiled view with no information whatsoever as opposed to Eden which is all right it's it's pretty good so step one you know I have found a project the project is minting and what I'll say like I want to be careful about things are just being promoted. Randomly, uh, so this is funny looking. Looks like unique art called Cardboard Citizens. It's a featured launch, so at least it's being promoted to other folks. And it's priced at 1.5 Solana. And it looks like the the mint whitelist is going to end uh, pretty soon. So by the time you're listening to this, you know it'll be out there, and it'll be out then in the in the public with a max of two tokens. The art is like you know a bunch of box heads. It's kind of funny decent art the team it's interesting says it's the team is privately doxed, and i think that in order to be a featured launch project that means the magic eating team has doxed them even though if you go on you know like you can see the team but it's like semi doxed. like there are people's names and kind of what they've done and they're trying to run the chillest post office in solana beach say they deliver usually usually always not our fault if your boxes are beaten up smelly like an ashtray okay it's our fault so they kind of have a sense of humor about this. It's pretty. So I
1: forgot that Magic Eden actually had that requirement that they have that the project leaders do have to be docs. So I'm curious how you know I see on here there's there's first names and some links to Twitter accounts that don't have much history. I I'm curious to know what that actually means for them to be docs by by Magic Eden if they have a more thorough process that we're just not aware of. Because this is, you know, it's it's sort of the minimal of doxing, or at least what I would consider doxing in an Ethereum project. If there is more of a check here, that would make me a little bit more or less wary of this one, Uh, because as you know, this looks like one where they could still just disappear and there's not much, not much way that we would have to tie that to a real person.
0: Oh, completely. Should there say, four names associated. I love
1: the I do really like the art here and I like that there's something and I, I'm going to check into more of this what does Magic Eden do for uh, checking the backgrounds or, or checking doxing these founders.
0: Yeah. You know, they're talking about in their roadmap collaborations on streetwear, which I always get a little nervous about merge, but you know, if they're good designers, maybe if they have a partnership. And a lot of jokes, I'd say. Yeah, this is, you know what, I, I think you got to catch that also with, it's only, I guess what is it, $75? So it is affordable. It is affordable. Now, I just want to go through kind of what uh, has sort of happened as I've tried to go about this, because I've actually never set up a Solana wallet. And so I've used Phantom, that seems like that's the a leader, it's like the MetaMask of Solana. So I'm like, I'm in Phantom, set up my wallet, and now my game is, how do I get money into this? Um, so that's my, my next game.
1: Yeah. I guess we need a, an ETH to soul bridge of some sort. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I see there is a portal bridge. Oh, by wormhole. So, you know, wormhole of the, oh, uh, can't wait.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Nothing you know, was wrong in this wormhole.
1: Of the hack, right? This was a big hack between ETH and Solana at one point. So hopefully, uh, they. You know, I assume it actually is a lot more secure at this point. you know, generally I'm sure speaking, they kicked the generally speaking right tires after the hack is not, you know, it, it's going to be better. But yeah, it's, see, that is, that's the main way to go here. I'm looking around to see if there are, if people have other suggestions for other bridges, but there's nothing else that comes up that I even recognize the name of right now. I see allbridge.io, although it's not one that I'm familiar with. So I would be hesitant to use that. Before doing some more research here have not done this uh, this bridge either so this is all new so if this is it's interesting because this is something that i assume that a lot of ethereum nft collectors have gone through at this point you know the other way to do this of course is to just go through ftx where you can actually on onboard or you know bring fiat into the system that way and i'm sure there are a lot of people also just coming in without actually changing crypto over to from Ethereum to disalonic here. So George looks a little bit, a uh, little puzzled here. This is <laughs> tough.
0: This is easy. I could really see myself making a good size mistake.
1: Yeah, so we'll just rush, rush, rush you along, see how fast you can do this, you know, as you really click those buttons quickly. Don't do that ever.
0: <laughs> no, never do that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Cause I'm not gonna be able to mint it right now anyway, but I'm gonna be trying to get one of these, one of these things. I'm going to, I'm going to pause at that. I, I have my, my phantom set up, but I may, I, cause I'm really nervous about this wormhole. I'm, I'm not really loving it. Alrighty.
1: Let's see. You can actually, you know, I'm sending maybe from a gas list from polygon or from polygon maybe over to Ooh, Solana with this very smarter. small amount. Then I don't have to pay a large gas fee just to test this out. I am using the, uh, the wormhole portal bridge.
0: Okay, I think I have done it. After clicking on stuff, I managed to go through the process of getting money onto a Solana wallet and create that wallet and not lose anything in the process. I had to first fail and try to go through, yeah, bridging through Portal Bridge, but then I got hung up because I didn't create a token-associated wallet because I didn't have any Sol in order to create the wallet. So it was kind of like a, you know, zero start problem there. Uh, then I tried to use Moonpay which never works for me I should know better and then I went to Old classic is what everyone does and I should have started with just go on the coinbase buy it there and then send it to your wallet you know that's you know long story short just just do that and actually I it was shockingly low fees you know in terms of all in uh transactions and and lowish risk I'd say I you know I scanned it to get there so I will wait mint and full disclosure probably going to lose money on this, but I don't know.
1: What was your, yeah, what was your stuck. journey? I haven't been able to uh, get my, uh, get any of my funds over to my wallet yet. I've, I was stuck on the creating the associated account here, um, because I don't actually have any soul in my wallet in order to create that account. So I'm trying to add that right now. From you helped me one time
0: with my STF. You helped me with STX. Guess what? <laughs> I'm, I'm rich in your oh. soul business and I may, I may be able to help you. With some liquidity <laughs>
1: well if you feel so kind i'll uh i'll let you know my, my new wallet address here
0: although i, I have to I admit something that's like i'm kind of embarrassed to admit but i didn't fully understand i thought my like i guess it's just a unique ethereum address and so that doesn't carry across like you have an address you have a wallet in one place but it's not a universal wallet like it's, this is just a completely different wallet that has a complete right yeah
1: well and it's, it's no, interesting so, because see, it's different than when you go to so I mean, to uh, Polygon, because you're actually using the same wallet address when you go to Polygon or Optimism or any other Ethereum layer twos. But this is an entirely different network. So we've got an entirely new address here and new wallet. So it's a how little much, bit of setting uh, How up. much
0: do you need? You want a uh, 10 bucks? You want a little bit more?
1: I think that's I think that's plenty if, if you do that. I think the, uh, the fees are pretty low here. It's telling me there's a congested network, but I don't think that that is going to mean a whole lot it's either on or off for the most part i believe with solana and
0: as we mentioned it does turn off at times what is your confidence level that that is a real address it says it's an invalid solana address maybe i pasted it in wrong hold on i can't, I can't wait to send a rando no no okay I i'm getting I copied it, it wrong
1: i copied it wrong. yeah it looks yeah the no same. i okay. got the same warning that <laughs> like right.
0: oh, careful network congestion something may go wrong i'm like i don't love seeing that we're doing it you know what i'm proud of us we we're we're putting our money where our skepticism is, which is probably the exact opposite of what you should do. And then YOLOing into a thing with cardboard boxes and a team that is technically said it's been doxed by a third party.
1: That's right. They're privately
0: doxed. I can't help but point out the obvious. That doxing, technically, if done private, is not public, right?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> privately doxed.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if it's... If- It's unclear what happens if they do disappear, you know, if the holders have anything other than
0: we can go
1: to Magic Eden and say, what happened? And they say, well, we've got their names and promise we'll take it from here. I don't know what happens exactly, but it is nice that they're doing something. But I guess we're, as far as I know, these, what happens with this information hasn't really been tested quite yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm officially, I sent you a little, sent you a little grease. And I'm officially trying to mint on the public mint of these cardboard citizens. I'm going to become a cardboard citizen now. See what awaits me. I'm sure I have ultimate access to the Discord, which I can't wait. Can't wait for another Discord. Okay. So for some of the headlines while you wait for that to come through, what do we have? Linktree rolling out something new here. New features to allow creators to showcase their NFTs. Link tree is as far as i know just sort of like like a simple way to show someone of all of your like links everywhere um but they gave yeah, yeah i feel
1: see this on. a lot in you know people using this in nft twitter be able to showcase all their different links you see this from both artists and collectors going to different profiles and they are uh, going full on with nfts here and allowing to uh, be able to showcase them right there i think that's a good move it, a lot of people are just linking to their NFTs anyway. So if you can find a way to uh, keep them one step closer and on the, you know, Linktree, uh platform in some way, you know, it seems like that should make it easier for people looking for those things. I mean, I know that it's a pain at times to go find an artist's NFTs if they're on, you know, six different platforms and I've got to click six different links and then you're trying to find what's actually available. So it, I don't know, I, 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 I like this and would, uh, would hope that they make that easier to browse for for collectors that maybe are coming across new artists
0: one thing that's kind of buried in here which is actually interesting is there's functionality similar to sort of authenticating if a nft is owned by a given wallet and so they have a a locking feature so a creator can basically say if you hold a cardboard box head (laughs) you can now see my uh, you can now see my extra links inside of here so
1: cool 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 all right moving right along here we've got so I think this is interesting. We've got Cryptovoxels doing an airdrop. I, I am a Cryptovoxels holder. I've mentioned that before. I've had a piece of land there for a long time. It's great that they're doing something. They've been relatively quiet. They're going to do an airdrop. I did notice that uh, once they announced this, they also minted some new land and started selling that at a uh, price kind of under what everybody else was selling it for. So that was a little disappointing to see, and that's been a frustration of a lot of holders for, for a long time that they can continue to midland and undercut the the existing holders. And I hope that this, you know, brings something new, brings some new excitement to the uh, platform. It's certainly in need of it. It's, it's largely used to, to showcase arc right now, and there's not a lot of activity if you go in there day to day. So hopefully they are planning a lot more and that the, the token is more than just a one-time marketing event as we've uh, seen in many cases, but you know, if it's like a lot of other NFT situations, it's uh, the, the news uh, or the rumor of the, of the token coming, or, or even just the news of the new token coming, as opposed to the actual introduction of the token, you know, that'll be the bigger part of it and the uh, the token may be let down, unfortunately
0: <laughs> well good luck to you i think as a lo- as somebody who i know has been a loyal holder uh, it'd be nice to see if the team gets a little bit of reward all right so what else we have here we've got
1: spotify they are they, they're rolling out nfts they are moving pretty quickly with this we heard that they were getting into this they're allowing some creators to start trialing nfts right on the platform i've heard a lot about music nfts so spotify is trying to get ahead of things you know they've they certainly know a thing disrupting the music industry and what it means not to act fast there. So I think this is, this is interesting. They don't want, uh, they don't want creators to start leaving the platform because they can't offer NFTs, I think, and want to uh, enable that now before that happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Hey, maybe an opportunity to, you know, finally pull up the music narrative because I think the standalone, the, what is it, uh, Sound.xyz?
1: Yeah, there, uh, well, that's one of them. Yeah, there's a handful out there and uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, which, which, what works out here. You know, I think there's a big argument to be made that if you're going to go with the NFT model, maybe you don't want to be on Spotify, you know, have Spotify managing that, you know, then again, it really depends how they roll it out.
0: Yeah. So I just have to break back in with my adventures in Solana. Like the network congestion is hilarious. Like sure, it's cheap, but it still says like I tried it to follow this uh, transaction has been submitted and it's just hanging, and then also like, you know, the hash is showing a not found on Soulscan. Like this is just, it is significantly less reliable and less trackable than Ethereum is. It's a lot less expensive so far, but not instilling me with a ton of confidence here. It just literally is hanging. This is hilarious. <laughs>
1: I actually do not have uh, anything in my wallet yet. I still haven't seen that, so I don't know if that transaction. Just,
0: this would be hilarious is, if we chose the exact time when.
1: Look, I think the the uh, the Ethereum transaction would have gone through at this point, even with the the gas up to forty as we're as we're speaking here. You know, that's uh, still a relatively low gas fee. So, you know, I don't want to knock Solana for speed, but this isn't what I expected when we were when we decided to try it out. It's supposed to be speed and volume and just less on the decentralized. That was my understanding. Yeah. they are giving up, giving up some of the, uh, decentralization in order to gain more speed. And right now we're, we're waiting. I've seen a lot of spinning circles a lot of on spinning the screen. Wheels of death. Yeah. So anyway, I think we'll move on a little bit here. We've got a little more to talk to uh, talk about here. Oh, you have one other here that you, the geography of, uh, the NFT market.
0: Yeah, this is just a, a macro report, and it, especially when things start to go sideways in various markets, I like to take the long view. And essentially, it's the the market application and geography. It's a forecast for twenty twenty two to twenty twenty six. TechNavio for for whatever that's you know whatever that's worth. And it's uh you know it's stating that the market share is expected to increase by one hundred and forty seven billion by twenty twenty six and the growth momentum to accelerate at a rate of 35% uh, percent. so you know they're they're bullish they're they're bullish on it over over the long view and you know we're in this tentative period where i think you know will it survive you know a real uh, a real crypto crash right the last large crypto crash was in 2017 and NFTs weren't a thing now we're going to see what kind of staying power is uh, is actually out there and again, I think there are enough brands and enough momentum that, that yeah, I, I am bullish. I am also super biased. So, fun one. Go check it out in the show notes if you want a little bit of positive news in this sea of, sea of, okay. Well, while our Solana transactions are stalled out, despite the fact that status.solana says everything is fine, <laughs> it's not fine. I was going to play a game and here's here's this cool cool game kind of a little bit maybe off of the conversation that we had last time about the uh, whether or not things are blue chip or not and what's around in a year right so a year ago you wonder what are the top projects you're like how might you find that out so there's a little tool that I kind of love called the wayback machine so this is archive.org and you can put in any website and basically what has happened is there are snapshots of all of these things that you can go and look at. And so what I did is I looked at CryptoSlam for essentially what was going on a year ago at around this time and can look at the top projects. Because I think we make this and have made this point in the past that what you see in the top 10 or in top 20 are just like not going to be around in, in a year. And this really firmed that up for me. Because just to go down this list for fun, CryptoPunks wa- was at the top of the charts. Still there. Still obviously awesome. That's NBA Yuga- Top
1: a Yuga Shot. You project, right?
0: Wait a minute. Yeah, you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> in one year. So technically, is it still there? Is it just a different project now? I mean, it still kind of held its value, I'll say, without a doubt. Very impressive year over year, I'd say. Staying powered through up and down. Next one was NBA Top Shot was blowing up around its time last year. You were you were in the Top Shot. And-
1: at this point, I had moved. Yeah, yeah, I definitely moved on by this point. I had really, I had really only done, gotten into it in that season one, but it's, it's really interesting how far that has fallen and how much attention has just moved on and they had it big time at one point. And, you know, I guess that's an, another case of an alt layer, not being able to, to sustain over time, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, these, it seemed like it was just going to keep rolling and it was a lot of momentum. And it just. I think if you've been in the game for a while, I think it's, it's important to know how important momentum is and when you're in this moment and when and what happens when that momentum passes. Next one on the list, MeeBits. MeeBits had popped onto the scene. I think they just started a little bit of uh, a bit of a decline at this point based on what this trend looks like from a year ago, (laughs) which is kind of funny. Yeah. I,
1: I can't even believe the top MLB was in the top four here. I mean... I guess there was excitement, hoping that it would kind of take some of the uh, run with some of the top shot momentum. And that never happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was such an epic crash and sad. Like, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And again, that was a top project. So it easily, you could have looked at him and been like, oh my gosh, you know, we got the NBA. You could, you could see this whole, and I'm doing this to say like, What is that narrative that you can kind of get misled in and not see the long-term view? And it was like, oh my gosh, all these sports things are taking off. Oh my gosh. Like, they're going to be like the new round of it. And that was actually on the WAX network. So there was, you know, a time when, believe it or not, Ethereum was being challenged by slow and WAX at the time. And that was a year ago. So suddenly we're saying like, oh, Solana's taking over. Here it comes. You get lost in this narrative. And you're like, what happened to those other platforms? I don't know. Not in the top 10 anymore. Next we right, have we alien worlds that was blowing up on wax as well.
1: Right. I don't know much about that one. And I certainly like game, not right? doing much now art blocks next on the list. We still see Steve that around, that was, you know, at this point, kinda, I mean, I guess things were definitely getting going and it was before it really took off there, but you know, it's nice to at least see that one around. Next, we've got Our Planet, uh, another one on Wax. I don't know what that is. Uh, next, So Rare, which we do see around still. So that was, mm-hmm. uh, looks like just getting going, really. to so see, you know, under 100,000 in sales. Yeah, that's, but, that's what, that is another thing that we're minute. looking at here. The but sales so Rare, here are really different. That's a
0: platform, right? It was like people bringing over, it's an entire platform. It's not one project, right?
1: Right. I think at the time it was just soccer. I don't know how they're classifying okay. it now, but I think it was just soccer at the time. And then, number nine on the list with 85,000 in sales. And that's over 24 hours, but that is Board Ape Yacht Club. So of course we know that is, uh, you know, well under the price of a single Board Ape at this point. So prices were definitely very different at that point. And of course, I'll right honest, next to it.
0: A, a time machine would have been helpful. I would have, yeah, that would have been a thing to buy.
1: Yeah, well, when you're looking at the two of these though, you look, you've got next on the list, CryptoKitties. We know that played out just the same. Oh, no, that oh. did not work oh. out well. So, you know, it is funny to look at this because there were probably people at the time saying, you know, what is this new board Ape thing, you know, I'm going back sticking with CryptoKitties, the historical one that's been around and done it. And, oh, you know, I definitely made that mistake of holding on to historical pieces, thinking that is, that has more value, but yeah, that's a, this a good Good reminder that that is not always how it's going to play out.
0: That's such a good take because I have had, I think, a recent bias on like, oh, this old project, it should be around. And it's like gotten me into the crypto bots. It's gotten me into Avastars. It's gotten me into chain faces, And they're like, I'm like, oh, th- you know, they're old. They should be, you know, part of the history. Like, eh, maybe not. So you got to be careful on that for sure. I got to say everything else down this list until I get to number 18, don't know it. Totally gone. Absolutely gone. Avastars is on there number 18. So that was having a run at the time. It looks. Like.
1: Winterlands, I recognize that one's still around. I don't know if that's on wax or not, but there's not much to recognize as we get down at the list here. We got V Friends very far down here. What's actually just listed. There were no sales yet. So that hadn't actually been viewed, but it's listed on here for some reason.
0: Yeah, I guess it was coming up pretty funny. So, so
1: things have changed a lot in a lot of ways just what is on top and i think that's that's good to look at because it really puts things in perspective and makes you realize that what you see right now and what you assume um, is or how you assume it's going to play out is probably wrong
0: yeah and i encourage you to go again play with this so that you can play the game of like what misleading narrative would you have created and then realize like what would have happened it's it's a way of sort of backdating a, a theory. An approach in a different market with the future information, and it's something that hedge funds like Bridgewater do. They create these algos and decision-making frameworks, and then they backtest them. And so you can actually backtest your your thesis.
1: Yeah, and I think it'd be actually worth going through a few different dates to see how it changes over time. The you know, as we know, it's not a straight line from from a year ago to right now. There's a lot of ups and downs, and It'd be interesting to see where things are at different positions or at different points in time uh, between then and now.
0: All right. Well, I, I'm afraid we're coming to the end of this podcast and I've had three rejected mints because of congestion or gosh knows what for these cardboard citizens. Ooh, uh,
1: I do have something in my wallet now. Okay, I've got, I've got both my... I've got two different things in here, so at least I've got something. I'm going to try to mint something. We'll see how that goes. We'll have to report on our next
0: podcast. I'm going to, I'm I'm hoping for the best because it's actually going to mint out. I mean, we may have accidentally stumbled onto something. Minting not successful. I mean, it's headed that way. All right, Andrew, good luck. Maybe we'll get our first soul on NFT. We'll have to may wait for here. another podcast.
1: I may still be here when we record our next one.
0: This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com. In our show notes, again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.